I can kind of hear my mum downstairs trying to get the cat to stop fighting another cat in the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you need to go help Come out in. with that? Or? Stop it. Stop being... You're, you're better than this, is what I heard. You're <laughs> <laughs> better than this. <laughs> I, just, I just love how, like, while you're trying to do this, there's some proper conflict mediation going down in your street. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's perfect. Uh... Oh, God. Um... Hello, welcome back to the Shipping Forecast. Uh, I'm James. Joining me again, three of us. Uh, we've got Nick. Hey! And we've got Grace. Hello. And this will be going out after the Chaos episode, so <laughs> we can we can safely say that yes, now there are three of us, and oof, I hope we don't record with just two of us again for a while. So Yeah. It- what are you trying to say? <laughs> What are you trying to say? I don't know. To be to be was honest, was I not up to standard or something? What? You were up to standard. It, if anything, it was me that wasn't up to standard because I couldn't keep control over the chaos. It's, um... So you're saying that you were the person in control and I was the chaos? <laughs> no, I'm saying we were both the chaos. Normally, normally I'm the responsible adult in the room. Ah, <laughs> yeah, okay. In that episode, it was not the case. It's um, and, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. I will say, dear listener, James and Grace have uh, not shown me the episode where I had to miss a recording session. Um, they refused to. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to be as surprised as you when I hear it go up there. I mean, I can send you it if you want. But... <laughs> no, I think that would spoil the surprise. Yeah, We're... let's let's wait and see. Yeah, I've got this far, so... So, how are you guys? Yeah, fine. Um... Again, still recording from my bed, because my back still hurts, but there we go. Ah, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, I bought an advent calendar. Hey! Yesterday. And I don't normally have an advent calendar. Why do you not normally have an advent calendar? There was this bastard we went to school with, and I'm not going to name any names. Oh, but God. You, know who, Close you know who you are. You know who you are, Kendall. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> when, I was, when I was about eight... He ate every chocolate in my advent calendar. Why? What, what were you doing with an advent calendar at school? No, he was round at my house. What oh. were you doing with and Kendall round at your fucking house? We were we were quite close friends at the time. Oh Jesus Christ! Anyway, not anymore, he had I take it. No, not anymore. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> not he had no self control. <laughs> he ate all of the. It was like the second of December or something. Oh wow, he got through like. So I had like there were days to go. And he devoured all of them. Oh, what a cunt. And I cried like a little bitch, because I was eight years old, and I was excited for chocolate, and he had no self-control. So my mum, bless her, re- took the advent calendar and melted like cooking chocolate into each of the uh, the days and had to seal it up again. Oh, <laughs> so that's nice. something to open that's, on Christmas. That's a lot of effort, considering you could you could just... Bought another Bought one. another one. <laughs> yeah, no, no, she so was tight. Like he heated up chocolate and poured them into the plastic. It's yeah, really sweet. Um, 
I think it may maybe it was like a special advent calendar that I was excited for. Oh. Like I don't know what brand it was. Oh, was it a Thomas? Maybe one? I'd have been miffed if I got it. It was probably Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, <laughs> since then I've never had an advent calendar until this year, twenty years later. What? Seriously? I I think so. Like the I can't remember having one since. <laughs> I mean, it's not as if they're difficult to get hold of nowadays, really, is yeah, it? Yeah, but go, you, think, go, you go to yeah, the shopping about they down their throat in fucking Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I mean, you, you can go to you can go to sort of any British supermarket in I don't know fucking August, and you're tripping over the damn things now. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> I was going to go see a James Bond film this year. Ooh. Yeah, it was going to be earlier this year. But yeah, we were going to see James Bond. We were going to see Black Widow. We were going to yeah. go see Tennis as well. And yeah. we didn't. Needless to say... Could have oh, seen Sonic Doom. the Hedgehog, but... Uh, we didn't we were, see Sonic the Hedgehog. Picky at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, not, I think not now... Not feeling so picky now. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sonic's one of the highest grossing films of the year now. Yeah, it had no fucking competition, that's why. Yeah, and... If you told us that... Do you remember the first Sonic trailer? When everyone was like, oh no, this looks awful. Why has he got human hands and teeth? Ah, It did look awful, though. It did look odd. It did look awful, don't get me wrong. But imagine if you told someone at that point, this is going to be at least in the top three highest grossing films of the year. (laughs) I'd have punched them and sent them to a monastery. Yeah, and turned out they were wrong. They would have been oh. right. Yeah, it's um. We've just got to hope that it's knocked off the top spot by Ashens and the Polybius Heist. <laughs> oh no! I mean, I was looking forward to Dune this year as well. To because to Dune is that like the Scottish version of Dune? I don't know. I can only pronounce it Dune for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Dune. It... How, is that better? Dune. I thought you were saying Doom. I was like, I'm pretty sure they've already done that. That's a D-U-N-E. game, isn't it? D-U-N-E. Oh, as in, as in sand dunes and salty. Air. As in okay. sand dunes. Yes. Okay. He who controls um... the space controls <laughs> the galaxy. <laughs> I don't know why I can Beware only say it like that. <laughs> I was looking forward to that. Mm, that would have been we're not going to get to see it this year. So I thought it would be a good idea to find... Oi, we're going to have a massive backlog of films to watch next year, including a live-action Tom and Jerry. Yeah, it's we're going to have options to see. I say look forward to cinema. very loosely. <laughs> I... We're not, we're well, not seeing live-action Tom and Jerry. No, I'm not going to see that. I mean... No, I'm not seeing that. Oh, good. I was going to say, I want to watch Dune, I want to watch Black Widow, I want to watch Tenet in cinema. Maybe James Bond... I'm more of a Pierce Brosnan kind of guy, but either way, uh, my suggestion for today: we can find alternatives to those films. Ah, uh, yes. Through the and I know just the place. Through the medium <laughs> of fan fiction, we're gonna find alternatives <laughs> to those films to satiate my thirst for James Bond and Dune and everything else. Hey. So, I mean, I want I was leading with James Bond, but honestly, I'd quite like to see all of them. So, well. Oh, so we're going to look through James Bond, Dune, and other random ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. oh, truth okay. be told, the main reason I'm happy for this new James Bond is that I know it's going to be the last Daniel Craig film, because I'm not that big on Daniel Craig ah, as James Bond. Okay. 
I'm more of a Pierce Brosnan man. Yeah, when the movies were sort okay. of like a bit hard, but less still still a bit campy, but less campy than say Roger Moore. Yeah. So the most recent good James Bond film that I have seen is Kingsman, and I kind <laughs> of want I want James Bond to go back to that kind of campy style, hmm. and. I'm hoping the next James Bond will be a return to that. I really, really enjoy those old campy movies. It's like um, mm. I do like Roger Morris James Bond. One of the one of the funniest things is um, that stunt that they did in the Man with the Golden Gun. You know where they had like a car barrel rolling through the air. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. the most complicated. Um, car stunt that has ever been done on film basically. They finally got to the moment they ruined it by putting that fucking swaddy whistle sound over the top of it. <laughs> just as the car like yes. clears the up, just like <laughs> I quite like that to be honest. But I know I thought it was excellent. It makes me laugh every time. So I had a feeling you'd want to talk about the cars and there's a point I wanted to make. My favourite car chase scene. It was cool at the time, it's now completely obsolete. Mm. And that was the scene in Tomorrow Never Dies, where Pierce Brosnan has a very clever phone that can control his car. Oh yes, BMW. But that was in two thousand. But that was in two thousand and two. Yeah. When having a computer in your phone that can drive the car was advanced space age technology that we'd never heard of. Oh yeah, that's that's a crap. And I'm pretty practice. sure that's a thing you can do now. Like you can drive Is drones Tomorrow with your Never car. Tomorrow Never Dies the one where he's against the guy with the television set. Uh, Tomorrow Never Dies is is he runs a newspaper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he's got a stealth boat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen the beginning of mm. that. Mm. It's a good one. That was a good char- car chase. I came away from that wanting my own full size remote control car. Yeah, but now that technology is completely plausible, and there's nothing that weird about that scene. James, what's your favourite... I think you've mentioned this, but what's your favourite Bond? My favourite Bond is Pierce Brosnan. Yes. Uh, coincidentally, my favourite Bond girl is also from the Brosnan era, Electra King, the first one to be a villain. Ah, right, okay. And, yeah. Who's Electra King? She's the octopus woman. No, that was Octopussy. <laughs> I had a feeling. I was like, who was the... F- so Electra King. Are you sure, she wasn't the first female villain. Oh. well, she's she was the first one that was like the main villain, like behind everything. Oh, okay. I don't think Octopussy was a villain. She no. she was the head of a massive smuggling. Oh, that was it. Yeah, sorry. Only, yeah, it? but she was she was like the one of the heroes in the film, or she ended up being one of the heroes in the film, didn't she? She I think he just slept with her and fucked off. <laughs> That, that sounds he, like James pretended Bond. Pretended he got killed by a crocodile and just sort of swam out. Ah, right. If I remember Yeah, correctly. she was a jewel smuggler and wealthy businesswoman, according to Wikipedia. Yeah, so she was a, she was doing illegal things, but like she wasn't the big bad. Yeah, yeah. whereas Electra King wanted to nuke Istanbul. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, and she almost got away with it. If it weren't for that meddling a- FBI agent. Yeah. F- MI6 <laughs> agent. MI6 agent. Yeah. Oh, that's even worse. Oh, but dear. I haven't watched James yeah. Bond in a while. But it was really time. good. Like, through the whole... Um, all the marketing implied uh, Robbie, Robbie Coltrane, Robert Carlyle's character was the the main villain the whole way through. And then they did... And she was, like, the damsel in distress. Mm. And they did a big switcheroo. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And... 
I enjoyed that. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't watch enough James Bond. Yeah. It's just ridiculous entertainment that you don't really have to think about. Exactly. And that's why I want them to go back to that route yes. after Daniel Craig. The gritty ones were good, but they weren't Bond. They just became sort of generic action films. When I was originally like pre-skimming through tags. I was curious which James Bond girl would be the most popular. Like, who is shipped most with James Bond? Hmm. And it's Q. <laughs> it's, it's just Q. It's all Q. <laughs> yes. Of course it is. It's yes. occasionally Alec Trevelyan, who is Sean Bean's character in Goldeneye. Yeah. But it's mostly Q. <laughs> Now, Q has been recast uh, in the more recent films, and he's kind of young and handsome. But of course, that'll do statistically, it. That'll like, do on it. average, Q has been an old man. Yeah, I was thinking for all of the film for the overwhelming majority of the films. So that that's how I'm seeing him. Yeah, is, is it like Major Boothroyd Q, or is it this new one? It'll be the. It, it doesn't specify. <laughs> oh God. It's, it's just cute. You'll find out in the description. <laughs> that does that when, doesn't surprise <laughs> when me. When it gets to when it gets to some disgustingly graphic sex sex scene, you'll be like, oh, oh his it's Levantine. Oh, it's his hands through his grey hair. <laughs> you're like, oh, it's that one. <laughs> like especially, so I've got one here that it's James Bond, Q, and Alec Trevelyan. Mm. So that implies GoldenEye era. Yeah. Which means it has to be uh, Desmond Llewellyn, was it who played him? Maybe, unless there's a time machine in there. Desmond one. Llewellyn wasn't. Didn't John Cleese play Q at one yeah, point? Yeah, John Cleese played him for two films. Yeah, Desmond Llewellyn, that's him, yeah. Yeah, so it implies it's him with Sean Bean and Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Um, Unless Alec Trevelyan's in the Skyfall. Let's read that one. <laughs> so it's kind of confusing, so let me just check this. So, disclosure, not actually seen Skyfall. So the fic is called Skyfall Lodge. Mm. So that implies Skyfall, which is Daniel Craig, era James Bond. I reckon it won't actually be the spies, it'll be just sort of the characters in an AU where they're stuck in a ski lodge or something yeah. stupid. Hello, Pepper. <laughs> Fourth host is in the building. Round of applause, please, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, she's come back from a fist fight outside. <laughs> oh, dear. She's got fur all over apart from her head where she's shaved it off in oh, she's a rebellious defiance. <laughs> oh, oh you'll appreciate this. So this is, I, I wanted to check if maybe the character of Ali, Alec Trevelyan showed up in the modern films, like, recast. Yeah. But he doesn't. If you go on the James Bond fandom wiki, there are two pictures. Oh! One is, one is Sean Bean, and one is the blocky Goldeneye <laughs> character. <laughs> oh, that's that terrible. rendered on the, what, the Super Nintendo? Um, was it the Dreamcast? No, it was a Nintendo console. Mm, I can't remember what it was. Uh, I mean, I, I, I never actually played like, Goldeneye. Like, PS1 era graphics is the point. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just <laughs> him looking like a cube. It's a HD oh, Minecraft. Yeah, it's mine, Minecraft Sean Bean. 
Yes. So that's how I'm going to... If we read any of these books, I'm now going to be imagining Daniel Craig, Young Handsome Q, and Minecraft Sean Bean <laughs> just together having an exhibition moment. Yeah, Sean Bean from Goldeneye, the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am a block. <laughs> just oh, really dear. poorly rendered. <laughs> okay. Um, now, before I start um, with this, in the world of unlikely crossovers, what do you think would be the most unlikely thing to, to cross over with James Bond? Okay. Um... Bake Off. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's, too, too it's too British. It's too British. That, yeah. That's quite that. It could quite easily fit in. You can see someone like shooting a, a showstopper presentation cake as he sort of uses it as a shield. Yeah, the... Uh, um... has a, oh, it's lucky that sponge wasn't was overbaked. <laughs> it stops his bullets to hitting his heart. He just pulls out a cupcake or something from his lapel. Yeah, that's it. There's, there's like <laughs> a um, bullet in it. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Um, there's, there's one of the villains like um, uh, you know, Scaramanga sabotaging James Bond's cake by like putting a tiny explosive <laughs> yes. charge in it to sort of like blow a chunk out of it, just as the, just as they're not looking. I honestly hope we find that oh, now. Someone else is used as EMP to, like, uh, I don't know, <laughs> the EMP. Yeah, break the, break the oven so the cake doesn't cook. <laughs> okay. I'd love a bake-off sabotage. I know, that'd be amazing. Um, I'm, I'm going to look for that now in the tags, but my long-shot wildcard guess yep. is Wacky Races. Mmm, well. What? That has its own section in every Bond movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you wouldn't about? expect it, but then it just happens. It's, you, you do oh, say right. that. I will just read you the summary of this fic okay. I found, which is called Curse You, James Bond by Unstable Universes. And the, su- okay. the okay. summary is Goldfinger has taken over London. It's up to Mater okay. and James Bond to go back in time and undo his reign of terror. Who? Oh, what? Ladies and gentlemen, I found a James Bond slash Cars crossover fic. Cars as in the Pixar? Yeah, as in Disney Pixar's Cars. Mater is the the sort of like hillbilly tow truck that's in it. Oh, dear. I am sending this over now. Yeah, you are. I need to read that. Yeah, you are. So you were halfway there, James. Nice. Goldfinger's taken off London. Should have known it would be something to do with cars. You seem to—they just sort of, sort of gravitate. This is it. I don't find the fix; they find me. <laughs> the loud cry of Lightning McQueen rose out from the rubble as he slowly burned to death next to his ex-best friend. Curse you, James Bond! <laughs> <laughs> little bitch screams rang out everywhere. <laughs> I like this already. <laughs> this is oh <neat>. dear. <laughs> Inside the face of Big Ben. He, how, that truck is going to have to go some serious flights of stairs to meet in the face of Big Ben. <laughs> Incidentally, oh. I also have another fic I need to talk about before I forget. This is Great British Bake Off, the missing series, which is a crossover mm. between Goldeneye and the Great British Bake Off and ships James Bond, Q, and oh. Alec Trevelyan. Hey, yeah, we it found exists. One. Yeah. That's a hat trick. Yeah. yeah. There is only one crossover. Yeah. And it is this one. <laughs> and a Paul and Paul has a secret that Ooh. comes to light. The spies of MI6 oh, meet their intrigue. matches in Mary Be- Mary and Paul Hollywood. <laughs> oh, so they're up against each other. This is a rivalry. 
Oh my god! This actually, this looks this looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> that looks fucking amazing. That I need to know about James Bond entering the Bake Off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, right. So I do worry about looking at fan fiction about Tenet because spoilers. Some people, some people did get to see Tenet. All right, okay. Because it was open in the cinema. It was just during a risky time. So, I didn't. Yeah, I remember seeing trailers for that. It, it looks um, about as batshit as Inception was, but mm-hmm. more, I don't know, gritty. So, all I know, skimming through the tags. So, there's not a lot here looking at the tags. Plus, a lot of what's here is in Russian or Chinese. Huh. But one thing I am mm-hmm. seeing is the main ship for it is the protagonist and someone called Neil. Now... I've I've okay. googled who who Neil is. Can you guess who Neil is based on the trailers for Tenet? Um, no, because I don't even know anything oh. about. No, him for some reason I was thinking of Neil from the Young Ones. Oh, it's not Neil from the Young Ones. <laughs> Neil is the character played by Robert Pattinson. Ah, right. Okay. So he is once again drawn in and made ship bait. But yeah, I'll read the rest of these once I've actually seen Tenet. The things okay. that are crossed over with James Bond in this one include, but are not limited to, Sherlock, Star Trek, and The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's called okay. Me M, a.k.a. Mummy Holmes, and Don't Forget James Bond. And the summary is, It is finally time for the future in-laws to meet, and oh, I guess it's quite a surprise for everyone. Arthur certainly didn't expect a flirty bond to be unleashed on him, though, and everyone is not amused. What on earth yeah, is I going on? I have no idea on? what that dynamic is going to be. Yeah, I, let's just send this over. Is it like they're meeting up for Christmas dinner and all the fandoms just showed up or something? I don't know, but it's like um, it specifies so, so. that... Their version of okay. Hitchhiker is the 2005 movie, oh, which of yeah, course... Oh, yeah, I get it now. Yeah, Arthur Dent was played by Martin Freeman, who, of course, if you want somebody to play the normalist of normal people, you call Martin Freeman. And that's why yeah. he was such a good fit for Arthur mm. Dent. And oh, Khan Noonien Singh was played in Star Trek, in the more recent Star Trek, was played by Bendit Cumberbatch. Ah, right, okay. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah. Which, to be honest, massive step down compared to the previous Khan, who was like this massive, massive Indian bloke who, <laughs> who was topless the entire time, even when he was sat on the bridge. <laughs> like, his guns were visible, and to the point where people wrote in thinking, oh, that's a fake chest, right? Like, no, that that's all Khan. <laughs> this is me. And he properly... He chewed the scenery in ways that rivaled William Shatner. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so one of the tags in this Dune one is slight choking vibes. Slight, slight choking what? vibes. What? Slight, slight choking. Not actual choking. Just, just some, you but, know, uh, a little is bit. It, is it slight choking or is it just the vibes of being slow? Uh, well, the, the tag after that is, but no actual choking. So <sighs> there was choking, but nah. But there is lots of face touching. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I don't know, if you think you're being choked and someone's, like, touching your face, in what manner are they touching your face that you feel like you're being choked? Oh, I didn't read far enough to find out. I don't know, I'm just enjoying the speculation. Mm. Because 
tags they tell you so much and yet so little and it lets your mind wander <laughs> and that's why i enjoy yeah. do you want to find out nah let's leave it okay let's keep it ambiguous <laughs> I find that interesting enough to leave by itself. I think I'd get upset if I actually found out what it was. I don't know why. No, I, I see where you're coming from. I think I think it's quite a long one. Um, <laughs> this looks to be... It's I... like a multiverse where everyone that Martin Freeman has played and everyone that Ben de Cumberbatch has played <laughs> appear to be related. Yeah. Because Mummy is asking how Bilbo is doing. Uh... Yeah, but sort of reading reading up on it, it sounds like um, it sounds like Bilbo is maybe Arthur's son, or oh, something be. like that. That that must be so weird having any relationships in that family because you just sort of like everybody's just Martin like Freeman, each other. <laughs> yeah. almost exactly. Yeah, you got a whole family of Martin <laughs> Freeman going on, like. Many, many normal guys in a very unnormal situation. And they keep bringing home Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> in different forms. Yeah, that must be so awkward. What if you accidentally got him yeah. mixed up with some with the other one? Oh, it's a, it's a series as well, so it? do they go like Sherlock, Hitchhiker's Guide, that bit part he had in The World's End? Um... <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> I'm intrigued. So this fic is, it's exactly like Black Widow, the plot of Black Widow 2020, except um, Black Widow is a vampire. Okay. And so is Wanda. And they have lesbian sex. Oh, okay. okay. And Aubrey Plaza, actual Aubrey Plaza, is in this. Right, okay. Oh, okay. Was Ian Fleming a James Bond character? Ian Fleming wrote James Bond. I thought so. I... I got confused by a tag for a minute. I thought uh, they they had it written as in the James Bond's name was Ian Fleming, but I've realised, of course, it's the work and not the character because I've got everything mixed up. Ah, uh, right, okay. <clears throat> It'll be the books okay. rather than... So I don't know which James Bond and which Q, but I'm guessing because <laughs> it says Craig movies, it's the Craig era. Mm. It's it's about a very sad... There's one called for The Want of a Good Agent by Rethan. And it's it's uh, Q, her, about, about Q being a workaholic virgin who has committed himself to the idea of being forever alone. That is, until James Bond starts hitting on him. <laughs> Which I think sounds very sweet. Yeah. But the tags are stuff like... Uh, Q, virginity, virgin Q, masturbation in the shower, loneliness, self-confidence issues, fear of rejection, <laughs> first time anal sex, and rimming. So it goes, <laughs> it, it it gets quite, um, it revs itself up quite quickly. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it sounds, sounds like sounds it. Of it. It does. Mm. I don't know why I mentioned that, there wasn't anything particularly No, it, it paints a good mental picture. I just thought I'd bring it back to the topic. It's. I appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have found one. Well, in fact, the title and the summary are something else, really. Um, but I shall just read you these out by somebody called Dart, and the title is Bond, James Bond in Harry Potter and the Sheerest and the Dumbest of Looks, or <laughs> Alec Fucking Trevelyan will not be denied. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> I'm listening. So I am just going to send you this over. Uh, I should say the summary starts with wherein the author swears she didn't hit post yet, 
but here we are. So, it seems that Alec Trevelyan is the favourite villain mm. out of all the James Bond Oh yeah, he's Bond got films. history with James Bond, doesn't he? He's got history. He's also arguably the handsomest villain. Of course he is. He's, he's Sean fucking Bean. I mean, yeah. you know. Also, he's got a name like Trevelyan, which is always Yeah, it, it, which is smart. a cool name. Yeah. Though he does look like he's in a Minecraft <laughs> Oh yeah, that's still that's still in your head. And now you've said is. that it's in mine. <laughs> it's Minecraft <laughs> Oh, for God's sake. Wherein Q isn't a petty little shit, he is the pettiest. Harry is a curious kitten. Alec fucking Trevelyan will not be denied and James Bond knows a thing or two about being a weapon and he knows fuck all about kids this this <laughs> sounds like it's got a bit of everything <laughs> yeah it does mm. everything for everybody it sounds like he's going to have to babysit like okay Bond your next mission is to look after the children while I go out and he's like fuck <laughs> one thing I That'd can't be fine, do but Voldemort will come after them and Bond will just shoot him. What? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Vol- Voldemort's going to come for Harry bang. Potter. <laughs> Harry. Bond just takes out a gun. <laughs> Pops a cap in his ass. And they call it a day. Yeah, I think it's quicker to hit a trigger than to say avocadabra before pointing a stick. Yeah, yeah that's it. Exactly. I mean, you don't need a fucking elder one. You just need a wall for PPK. Job done. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Voldemort can turn into, into evil stuff. Kellogg's cornflakes and shit, can't he? What? <laughs> I missed that. One. <laughs> Sorry, what? You know when he died in the in the film, he... Harry Potter and the Pearl of Dubious <laughs> cereal. He just looked like he just looked like fuck it. He just looked like cornflakes floating away in the wind. <laughs> it was just black cornflakes, black ashen cornflakes. So it's at this point I have to admit a secret. Oh, I've not actually seen the last Harry Potter films. Uh, no, neither have I. Oh, what the so, fuck? I you're suppose a friend of you liked it, but I mean... So book reading I stopped at number five, and films I stopped at number six. Ah, right. Um, I read them all the way through, all the books, um, but I wasn't too bothered about the movie, uh, the movies. Uh, yeah, seeing that, there's a lot of uh, James Bond and M fix. Huh. As in... Dench, or... Uh, really? It's never okay. really explained, but that's the only M I know. Yeah, the, it's it's a various bland men who I don't know the names of, and then the Dench. Yeah, yeah, there's that, so... Uh, I'd assume it's Dench. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I guess, I guess it will be. I mean, I've read worse ships. Yeah, I've read worse ships. I hope she beats the shit out of him in this one. <laughs> well, it's it's an Alpha Omega fic, but Dench like is that. the Alpha. Just, just Judy Dench just knocking James Bond about. Like, <laughs> I said, take the bloody shot. <laughs> what did you do? You grappled him like an octopus. Is <laughs> a tag I don't see often. Clear consent. Usually it's dubious. Usually it's dubious as fuck consent. It's nice to see clear consent written for once. Yeah. Faith and humility is yeah, well, well, yeah, well, that's, that's nice. important. Yeah, that's nice. Okay, one of the Clifford the Big Fucking Red Dog fix is a uh, crossover with Hamilton. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? It's a crossover <laughs> with Hamilton. Oh, dear. 
Why? Uh, the ships are Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton and George Washington. Uh, Who are they shipping Clifford with? No one. The dog is just there too. But the oh, thank God! What? Wait, wait, wait. The tags <laughs> in. So is it? Are they trying to like sort this war out, and then Clifford is just there, going like, "We'll use him against the British." The tags include rape, drugs, murder, cannibalism, swearing, cancer, mauling, blood, animal abuse, nuclear waste, and this is a huge joke. I swear. Good grief! Yeah. Yeah, it fucking better be. What the fuck was all that? What you heard me. They're um. They're really fucking pumping the gas here. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're making the most out of this big red dog by the sounds of it, aren't they? It sounds like a... this. Is is he a big red dog because of chemical waste or like nuclear waste? And then he's being sick on people. Is that what I don't think any of this makes sense. But no shit. No, it's, make it's sense, like James, it's, it's like here's chapter two, which is called Hamilton Part One, and literally yeah. it's just a line of text <laughs> saying Hamilton and Jefferson were snorting cocaine together. Then George Washington came in and confessed his love for Hamilton. Hamilton made the boy sign and said, "That's some gay shit." Yeah, apparently it's the entire what? chapter two. Okay. Chapter three is Hamilton it, it Part Four. It sounds like they're taking the mick out of every other <laughs> fan fiction of Hamilton ever written. Hamilton slapped Washington and knocked him out. They put him in an electric chair and killed him. They then proceeded to snort cocaine. And here's part nine. George Washington came back to life to rape Hamilton, but Hamilton was so high, he thought George was a raccoon and cooked him like a rotisserie chicken. Huh. What? Look at the comments for that section. I thought this was a dream because I couldn't oh, find it. Oh, here it. it is. I found it. I found it. Clifford the Big yeah. Red Murderer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, woof, woof, said Clifford the Little White Puppy. Shut up, said his owner, and maybe you'll get some food tonight. So Clifford shut up for the rest of the night. The next day when Clifford woke up and his owner took him to get food. When Clifford got to the nuclear waste dump, he jumped right in looking for food. The next day when Clifford woke up, he noticed he was big. Now's my chance, he thought. Before his owner woke up, Clifford violently mauled his owner and his Clifford's beautiful white fur became bloodstained forever. So that's why he's red. It's the blood of his enemies. They've made a creepy pastor of Clifford the Big Red Dog. (laughs) So, dear listener, that concludes Clifford the Big Red Dog's origin story. Right, I'm going to have to face Asmus Fowl, aren't I? Yep. Sorry, Jim. Probably, yeah. But that thing is, though, they're probably gonna. They probably will have read the books, and therefore, it, these are all gonna be. I don't know how books. anyone could make that film without first reading the books, because they clearly didn't. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them don't. They read bits of. They, I, I reckon some people like the writers and stuff. They they read the Wikipedia synopsis for the for the book and, and then they they're didn't. just like, okay. They gave him a I scene where he do. surfs for God's <laughs> and sake. Then absolutely, run it. Osmus Fowl is an awkward introverted character, and he has a huh? surfing scene in the film. <laughs> oh dear. Like, 
I don't, he's I never don't see not that worn somehow, a suit, okay. and he looks down on kids for wearing anything not a suit. He's a weird kid, and that's part of the appeal of his character. And oh, I'm not happy about that film. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. I find it interesting that in books, like characters are allowed to have quite big flaws and interesting quirks, but the moment they get yeah. onto TV they have to be some sort of extroverted role model mm. that looks good that everyone wants to aspire Agreed. to be and it's just kind of gross. I'm also not impressed that people are shipping Artemis Fowl and Butler, who is who? his father figure. Uh, oh who is, like, God. A good How old twin. are they supposed to be? What are the ages? Uh, so Artemis Fowl, I think I think he starts out as either 12 or, 12 or 14, excuse me, and by the book, end of the books he's 18. Yes. Right. And this father figure, I'm guessing, is significant. On right? the other hand, the other ship is with Holly, who right. is pushing 100. Oh dear. But yeah, she is really. a fairy, so it's... Yeah, that's not great She either, looks roughly the same age. Right. It's one of those confusing ones where they're like, oh yeah, yeah. she's just <laughs> age, and you're like, yay. But she's actually a hundred years older than you, and you're like, oh. <laughs> oh, different levels of maturity there by a long shot. Do you remember the war? No. <laughs> I wasn't born then. Stop talking to like my gra- Don't talk to me like my grandma. I mean, neither does she, because she wasn't... <laughs> So she lived underground for all of that time and doesn't really know human history. So she'll be talking about her favourite rocks and stuff. So Nick, there's one more film we have to explore that was going to come out this year. Oh, okay. I do, of course, refer to Top Gun 2. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, so let's look at some Top Gun fanfiction. Yeah. You know, to be fair, um, Top Gun didn't really need fanfiction written no, about there's it. already a lot of shipping. <laughs> yeah, the, like the movie just fucking uh, ships Tom Cruise's no. character with the other guy. It's been a while since I watched Top Gun. I I still haven't seen Top Gun. Oh, it's very 80s, it's very camp, I think you'd enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the soundtracks, uh, the, there's all the, the sort of macho bullshit, you know, like so, the, you know, Tom uh, Cruise's character is called Maverick, and the one he loves ah, so is he's called Maverick. Goose, and you know that sort of stuff. So, I've seen the Naked Gun because all the shipping <laughs> is between Maverick and Iceman. Yeah, yeah, that's the one, Top Maverick Man. and Iceman. Yeah, I'm looking at Top Gun. It's Maverick, Iceman, all the way. Maverick forgets they're dating. All oh, right. Gay sex, shower sex, fighter pilots, sexual politics, PTSD. <laughs> Oh, etc. Yeah, what is sexual politics? That's a tag. What sexual politics? There are eighty-four works in. Is sexual that one politics. tag, or is it there two separate tags? What the fuck? Is it just episodes of Suits or something know. where where it's not actually to do with well, politics I doubt it because or anything or or legal shit? It's just well, one drama. of the fix in the sexual politics tag is set in the Silmarillion, so it can't be the what. Oh, the Silmarillion is a, it's a spin-off to Lord of the Rings, kind of. Yeah, he didn't finish it though, did he? Before he died. I don't know. Probably not. There's a Panic in the Disco one with sexual politics. Okay. <laughs> oh <my God>. Sure. <laughs> it's a 
just send that. There's a Rise of the Guardians other... one with sexual politics. Hot. Yeah, good point. Ooh, there's a Kingsman Bridget Jones's Diary crossover here. Because they're the same thing. Yeah. It's because Colin. It's because Colin Firth's in, in them it. both. <laughs> <laughs> and see, this it'll blend up that like the reason why he's always out in these business meetings is because he's secretly saving the world. <laughs> so it says so... Bridget doesn't understand why the fuck he's so cagey about his job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I'm calling it. Yeah, out. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe there's uh, you can draw more parallels than uh, the sort of first meets the eye. No wait, I've got I've got an so idea. I've got an they've idea. They've done it so slightly differently. She's always writing in her diary all the dumb shit he gets up to or like all the clues and whatever and her mate happens to be his enemy. And she she's reading her diary going, Ah and then Colin's just wondering, How the fuck do these people keep finding this? <laughs> Bridget's diary keeps getting hacked. I mean I was thinking but would oh, really like converted it to a blog and all the villains are just reading <laughs> up on her. <laughs> On Colin. <laughs> so one thing I was thinking is what would really escalate the Kingsman films is if Hugh Grant shows up as a villain at some point, so they can have like a showdown. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. and they both fight over the love of Elton John. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but what happens in this fic? They have like a little bitch fight in an alleyway with some bins. <laughs> yeah, excellent. But no, what actually happens in this fic is there are two Colin Firths. Or two Harry Hearts. At least one's a lookalike. I assume one is... Oh yeah, it's his twin brother is the character from Bridget Jones. Okay. Uh, okay. And then they both bang Eggsy. Alright, okay. <laughs> like, it's a crossover <laughs> with Bridget Jones, but she she's not involved. Like, it's... What? It's Harry okay. Hearts and Mark Darcy okay. both bang Eggsy. Okay. So this is called... Gently, gently I'm going to suggest that I think someone had a little dream and they thought, yes, this this sounds like something people would enjoy and then they thought, ah, we've got to try and attempt some plot around how this would happen. And their dream was Colin Firth. <laughs> Two Colin Firths <laughs> and one Kingsy. One Eggsy. Yeah, that's essentially what happened. Nice. That's fair. You know what? I approve. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even mad. That's good. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to take some usual drill. We're going to take some fix home. Next episode, we're going to read some stuff about the films that we didn't get to see. And hopefully, they'll be better than the actual films when they come out. Uh, Who knows? Well, with, we'll find out with, in future. With some of them, that's kind of a given, I think. Yeah, I mean, all the all of the Top Gun ones we saw sound better to me. Uh, I, d- I, I don't know, you haven't seen the original Top Gun, to be fair. Well, yeah, yeah. that's true. We'll find out, either way. So, thank you for listening. Were there any films you missed out on this year that you wanted us to find fanfiction on? If so, tell us. I don't know. I never know how to end these episodes. We sh- I should really work on that. Do you guys have anything to say before we... Here, I don't know, here just... endeth the lesson. Good night. Here endeth the lesson. Oh le- what have we learned today? <laughs> Everyone. <laughs>
Nick, what Nick, what did you learn oh today? Oh my god. Um, I've learned that I really want to read a but... James Bond slash Cars crossover. Yeah. Grace, what did you learn today? Slightly unrelated, but the guy from Art Attack left and pursued a career in heavy metal. Did you learn that today, though? Did you learn that in the show, or are you just pulling out facts? Did he? I'm pulling out facts, because I didn't actually learn anything Grace, in this show. you yes, must have learned did. something. Hang on, fucking Neil Buchanan. Hang... Hold on, no, Nick, we're not letting her get away with this. You you learned that sexual politics <laughs> doesn't <are>. involve MPs. <laughs> Neil Buchanan is like heavy metal. I've, I've just learned singer. that in this episode. That's something okay, I've learned in this fine. episode. <laughs> Thanks, Grace. Now That's we've the learned best thing this. we've learned in this episode. You're welcome, and it was nothing to do with <laughs> Fine. I'm, I have to concede I'm going to go and try and find Neil Buchanan's music now. Yes. So, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> See you next week, folks. Bye. Bye.